0: Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 204 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about football specifically we're going to talk about SEC football and even more specifically we're going to talk about a couple of games that happened this past weekend including one that took place in Baton Rouge Louisiana how about it we're also going to talk about some of Melanie's favorite things and a retreat thing that I did this week it's going to be a ton of fun so as always thank you so much for being with us and we hope you enjoy episode 204 Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We don't have anything to talk about at all this week. No. Did anything even happen? Nothing happened. Mm -hmm.
1: Nothing happened. No. Anything that I should be aware of? Was there any sort of sporting event
0: on this weekend that we would want to know about? Let me tell you what. I don't even know. First of all, let let me (laughs) just get this out of the way. Let me just get this part out of the way. Today I have been at a high school student leadership retreat. Ah, God bless um, you. And we did we've been trying to do this. This was the third time we've tried to do it because we've had bad weather the, the last few times. Mm-hmm. So we got it on the calendar for today and we did we we were trying to figure out a way that we could get uh we have a a student government association. And then we have a thing called a service board. We were trying to figure out how we could get those kids in a place where we could plan because of course we didn't get to plan this past summer. Yeah. And you know, you got to plan things like homecoming and all that. Yeah, And so we had decided to do it outside at Oak Mountain State Park, which is not far at all from our school and uh, really a beautiful state park. Anyway, I am here to tell you that we had the most glorious weather because it was not super sunny. There was a breeze the whole time. Mm-hmm. It never got hotter than about 82 degrees. Oh, delightful. We spent most of the day in, in camp chairs with looking out toward the water. Mm-hmm. And then Our picnic shelter where we serve lunch was on the water, but there were tons of picnic tables because you know we had to distance as we were, and we were happy to yes. do that. The yes. outside gave us a really good opportunity to distance. But we started off our day with hikes mm-hmm. and there were two hikes. There was one that went up to a summit called King's Chair that Alex did. And then I did the more scenic hike, which um, goes to this place called Maggie's Glen. But we did four mile hikes. And right before everybody got there this morning, I stepped on a crab apple. I was unloading my wow. board, taking everything to the, Picnic shelter, and I stepped on a crab apple and had like four very matrixy seconds. <laughs> where I was like, "Am I falling? I think I'm falling. How, how do I stop from falling?" And so, you know, I like to think I'm a little bit more nimble than I used to be. Mm-hmm. So I did. I broke my fall with my hands, but when my hands hit, they slid, and I skinned up my elbow. Now oh. it could have been way worse, right? I could have broken it yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently so I'm podcasting with three big oh. neosporin bandages on my elbow. Um, but I'm gonna tell you what, it was a great day. It was it was it was That's so good, good to be with the kids. And I think it helped to go on a hike because it made me move my arm a lot as I walked. Yeah. So it didn't get to stiffen up like things do like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. I do hate having though. It's one of those things like I, there's nothing really worse than like a bad scrape or something like Mm -hmm. that. Cause it's, I don't want to speak this over you, but it's the kind of thing that you get in bed tonight. And it's like, (laughs) I know you can't, You know, like where where does it go? Where it does hurts. it go? Yeah, how do you sleep with it? I just oh, you wake yourself
0: up. I don't know. Yes, I hate
1: that. Oh, but, I just I really hate that. But at least you didn't break anything.
0: No, no. It in the grand scheme of things, it was fine. We were, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was it was the best day. It was so fun to get to be with. It, we had about, I guess we had 40, 45 students out there and it was so mm-hmm. fun. Oh, I love that. Uh, and those camps, you know, just to sit in a camp chair all day. That's not a bad yeah. day. No,
1: that's so. a good day. Well, and I don't know. I mean, the weather here this morning, like we woke up and it's like, there's a cool front, like a legitimate cool front, like enough wind that I had to take down my flag in front of the house, like, okay, like a full thing. And it's probably like in the seventies and it's mm. dry and it's like, oh, hello, fall. I mean, hello, like, fall.
0: And, and speaking of fall, um, yes. speaking of fall, we had something happen this past Saturday that we did not know whether or not it was going to happen, but it happened. And it was SEC football. Oh, praise
1: Jesus. I am going to tell you that I, I, I'm not even kidding. When I woke up Saturday morning and I said, dear Lord, thank you for Greg Sankey and his <laughs> leadership. And his ability to stay the course, because really, let's be honest, I feel like without Trevor Lawrence and Clay Travis and Greg Sankey, I don't know that college football would have happened this year. And I am thankful to each of them and what they brought to the table in terms of making it happen, because it
0: was glorious. Well, I texted you this at some point, I think Friday night, we played a high school game in Huntsville. And one of our graduates who is on the football team at Clemson was there because they had a mm-hmm. bye this week. So we were visiting and catching up. And I said something about, well, you know, we can thank Trevor Lawrence for this whole situation. Yeah. And I said, would you please tell him that I consider him a hero? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I'm yeah. sure that's the first thing that he did when he got back to, to school. For sure. But, but I will say I was... I was almost dazed. I was so happy Saturday yep. morning. And I told David, I was like, when was the last time I spent so much time on this end of the house for one thing in the den?" Yeah. Because yeah. I don't watch a whole lot of television. Yeah. And so I was like, when was the last time I stayed down here this, this long? Um, and then I was, I was so happy with that Ole Miss Florida game. Like, oh, I'm going to tell you what. I, I was happy. I was real happy with all mrs uniforms. I was real happy with their, yes. new. it's not even a powder blue anymore. It's a different blue. It's a good blue and it, it looks is. real good with their helmets. It does. Uh, and I can say this yeah. as a Mississippi State fan, because really I have such affection for Lane Kiffin that it, it makes, it makes many parts of the rivalry fade away for me.
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I was happy to see, I'm like,
0: this is the most lame Kiffin offense ever. Like, oh. I was sad. It-, <laughs> it, it was the bamboozled of offenses. It like, was. You remember when they played that game bamboozled on yes. friends and nobody could keep up with it? Yes. Like, that's why, when, I mean, there were a couple of times where I was just like, I, re- I think I respect that. I respect uh-huh. what just happened on that field. It was it was, it was something else and so fun to watch. And Florida is really good, by the way. Um, Florida but, is really good. And you know, it pains me because it's like I told you, like, I feel like you've been able to
1: forgive Dan Mullen for leaving right. Mississippi State. And you've moved on. But I said, Dan Mullen for me is like my best friend's ex-boyfriend. We're right. like, you can be like, it was fine. We had some good times. And I'm like, no, he's terrible. He's That's terrible. Right. And he's a betrayer. And he left you and I don't like him. I don't I don't I don't like his shoes. I don't like the way his face
0: looks. He had a much harder time with that than I have. I'm I listen, I wish Dan Holland nothing I know you do. I don't. don't, But I know know why you you know why I can do that now? Well, I know why you can mm-hmm. do it now. You know why I can do that now, mm-hmm. Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. But you got the pirates in town. That's right. But I love that game. And and really Ole Miss played so well the first half. I mean, it's just yeah. fullness, just I mean, they've got so much talent, just depth for days. But yeah, everything from like Lane Kiffin getting off the bus, wearing a baseball jersey. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something else. He wore, and I think this was a low key troll that I appreciated. He wore a gold and purple net gator the whole first yeah, he half. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and did. I'm gonna be so curious because we play Arkansas this next week. If uh-huh. it's not red and white for game two, like uh-huh. I think that's Lane Kiffin. I think that's a nod. Yeah, he's gonna wear the colors of whoever state plays. I could be wrong. Uh huh. I'll uh-huh. be a little disappointed honestly if it doesn't but happen. But it was interesting. Well, I noticed because some people on Twitter were talking about
1: the purple and gold net gator, and they said dress for the job you want. And I was. <laughs>
0: And then the prop, the money bag that you got if you got an interception, which is such shade. I mean, (laughs) it is such shade. (laughs) I just like the they had thought out the props. Yeah, I don't know. I I was the combination of that being, and I had watched some of Auburn and Kentucky, but the combination of that being the first game I really watched, Uh The, the thoughtfulness behind some of the, you know, behind the, and did you see the, you know everybody's got the cardboard things in the seats?
1: Yeah, you yeah. At
0: not Miss, they had one that was weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I just appreciated the laughs. Hey everybody, it's
1: me taking a quick break to tell you about Hydrant, because staying hydrated is crucial for a healthy lifestyle. I have no doubt that someday Caroline will have my tombstone inscribed with, she always made sure I was hydrated. But, like I always tell her, staying hydrated increases your brain power, it boosts your productivity, it prevents headaches, it increases your focus, it improves your skin and your mood, it helps your digestion, and it gives you energy, which is so important, whether you're playing soccer or at the office or trying to wrestle your kids into bed at the end of the day. The issue is, how much water should you drink a day? 10 cups? a gallon, nobody wants to drink a gallon of water, which is why we love Hydrant. It helps you hydrate faster. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going for longer because it has four essential electrolytes that your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. It packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. Our personal favorite at our house is the iced tea lemonade flavor because that's basically my favorite flavor for anything. You really need to try it for yourself to see what I'm talking about. It tastes great and it works. We've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com/bigboo or enter our promo code Big Boo at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash Big Boo and enter promo code Big Boo for 25% off your first order. Again, that's DrinkHydrant.com slash Big Boo and enter promo code Big Boo to save 25%. Thanks to Hydrant for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. And remember, Hydrant is where water meets wellness yeah i think it's so i think this is i've always excited for football season and as weird as this one has been number one i've never been so grateful to see it actually happen number two it's so interesting because like the beginning of that georgia arkansas game i was like if this isn't proof that everybody hasn't really had a lot of time to get everything together like right. what what's happening like it was also you didn't know what was going to happen you didn't know how it was all gonna play out and just in the lineup of games I was like oh I could get used to this uh, on a CC schedule seriously? because I was like there's not a bad game on like nope. it was just it was like one good football game after the other the fact that Kentucky has a wide receiver named Cavassier Smoke I can't it's fantastic it's the best name in football it's fantastic like, like when I first heard it I was like is that the announcer trying to be clever like smoke in the end zone and I was like no his name is Cavassier Smoke which is the greatest
0: football name ever it just was so good and i will say like the Ole miss florida game just delightful and i yeah i will say i thought they looked better i thought both teams looked better yep than you would expect first game out like i agree i didn't see a lot of rust there mm-hmm. now i had seen on social media maybe two days before the game maybe it was the day before that the Olmstead players, the Olmstead coaches had a baseball game, oh. and and the um, players were all there to watch and cheer on. And one of the Olmstead coaches hit a home run, and the the team just exploded. And I thought, Oh, they may be, you know, I'm mm-hmm. such a fan of a team dynamic. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like just like that leadership retreat today. I like the mm-hmm. language of leadership. I like thinking about that. And I think they've got something going on there yeah. in terms of the kind of dynamic they're building, because just, I don't know, those players were in it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cause I think what we've gotten is we've got a,
1: we've, we've gotten an older and older wiser Lane Kiffin who's Mm -hmm. been humbled and probably Mm -hmm. learned some hard lessons and so I feel like he is not going to take for granted what he has now um and he's I think he really could build something I know that that's you know is your arch rival but I I think he's going to build something good there
0: right but I I really like him and so my nephew Beck and I were texting during some games and you know he's a senior at Ole Miss right now Mm -hmm. and Um, I I don't know. I was just like, you know, there's something about the presence of Lane Kiffin that does a lot to diminish the darker side of that rivalry to me. Yeah. Just because there's, there's just something about him that's super likable and you really do want him to succeed. And I think because his, his humbling was so public when he was younger. Yeah. I don't know. And listen, I so wanted to go back in his old tweets and and retweet some of those sugar boo inspirational note cards. But I didn't, (laughs) I know, I didn't want to be divisive.
1: Yeah. Um, I I
0: just, I just thought it was funny. So, well,
1: and I think part of the reason that you're able to be so happy for (laughs) Ole Miss or to feel good about it is because y'all had a pretty good situation. I'm going to say nobody saw, uh, (laughs) what happened this weekend coming.
0: Here's, here's what I'm going to say again, as somebody who loves, to watch the behind the scenes leadership dynamics unfold. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a pretty good team dynamic, but just from watching a couple of interviews with Kyle and Hill and a couple of interviews with KJ Costello, who's earning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, knowing how competitive Mike Leach is and knowing that they have been in it, like mm-hmm. he he's not, Hey, there, there are no off days with him. No. Or, so, but, but even then, when in my life has state ever played a game where the quarterback never went under center? Yeah. Never, never. My and when has state played a game in my life where we only had nine rushing yards? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I could not get over it. My, I was so nervous because uh-huh. of course, when we started doing well, I was like, Oh, when is it going <laughs> to fall apart? When is <laughs> yes. it going to fall apart? It's going to fall apart. We're not going yeah. to be this it's gonna so i'm gonna tell you that i started to fry chicken oh, okay Hazel mm-hmm. hates the vacuum so i couldn't vacuum and i had some chicken i needed to cook and so that i had had in buttermilk for a while so i was like i'm just gonna fry this chicken so i had the game on in the den and in the kitchen and was a nervous wreck and then alex had show choir they had a uh, like a big day of learning a bunch of stuff because you know so he left he left his football game Friday night got home super late had to be at show practice early he calls me as he's leaving show practice that afternoon and he's like how do I listen to the game in my car I can't figure <laughs> it out and actually I don't because I, he doesn't have like x yeah and I was like you're just gonna have to get home it's safe mm-hmm. possible yeah he blazes in the back door he plops himself down and we were so loud Oh, had forgotten what that was like yeah yeah but I just I'm still not over it I still think did that happen and yeah I, I know all the things that LSG had um kind of working against them in terms yeah. of so many starters and their top defensive guy went in the hospital the night before apparently with some kind of reaction or something like that and um so it wasn't, it wasn't the same. And they lost Joe Brady, which I think is maybe the biggest piece of that puzzle. Yes, Joe Burrow. yes for sure. But golly, if the Bulldogs didn't come through. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, how many times during that game did you text me? Okay. Yeah. Well, cause I was not, it was, it was a close
1: enough game that, you know, you and I are the same and that I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to speak anything no. to <laughs> So I was like, I'm just going to, okay. Cause I'm like, then the universe could be like, it's just neutral. It's just a neutral statement. But I was like, I just
0: kept watching like, and every time was like, okay. 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 All right. Like, I see. finally you came in, I think fourth quarter and you said y'all's offense is nimble. Yeah. And which on on this past saturday it certainly was like it yeah. was crazy and our receivers are so much better mm-hmm. same guys like mm-hmm. he played last year but the receivers are i never hold on is that mike leach is he called no. listen i told david yesterday i was like you realize i have ex- exercised great restraint because i still have mike leach's number in my phone i texted him you're better than me because i probably would <laughs> So I was, I was so happy for them. I was so proud of our offensive line. Like KJ Costello had a long time to throw the ball. Yeah. And um, I was so impressed with him and his interview after the game. Mm -hmm. Mike Leach to me was just true to form saying it was better than average day. You know, just the whole thing was, was fantastic. So as, as we do, when the game was over, I was so happy we won, but I was also so happy about how much I had to read.
1: Oh well, yeah. I wondered. I, mean, I was like, with it being a two thirty game, I felt like maybe you still were able to sleep at some point because you had a kind of all day the rest of the right. day to watch to to read all the stuff. But I was like, oh, Sophie's got so much ahead of her I in do. terms of I mean, social media. Stuff. I
0: really did. Twitter again is at its best in football season. Twitter yes. is a delight for football games and so but I, I read, and read and read and read and read and read and watched some other games but then I woke up yesterday at five forty-five. Mm-hmm. like bring on the news yeah yeah what did I miss yeah well because you got to see what's everybody saying what are they saying because I mean you know that
1: Arkansas game is going to last 47 quarters this weekend and so you got to be ready for that hey y'all it's me taking a quick break to tell you about pros by now, you've probably heard me talk about Prose, the world's most personalized hair care. Well, I wanted to share a few updates since using the custom formulas that Prose sent me. Spoiler alert, I love it. I am so picky about the products I use. I know you know that if you listen to the podcast. I think you know that I study them, I analyze them, I determine if I think they're making a difference. And since I've been using Prose, I've noticed that my hair is shinier, it's smoother, and it doesn't look damaged on the ends which is so important when you have longer hair like i do i love using their hair mask once a week before i shampoo it's made a noticeable difference in the health of my hair and i love knowing i'm doing something good for my hair because i ask a lot of it between all the heat and the products that i use on a regular basis plus i love the lavender mint smell of the mask the shampoo and conditioner pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I love an online quiz to help formulate a product specific to my needs, so this was right up my alley. I love that pros asked questions as detailed as where I live to determine what my water is like and how much exercise I get to determine how often I wash my hair. It's so thorough that I felt certain they would get my custom formula right for my hair And they did. You can also personalize your fragrance, which is so great because that's another thing I'm picky about. I'd like my shampoo to smell a certain way. With their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, PROSE determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. They also have a review and refine feature that lets you tweak your formulas for any reason, like a change of address or hair color or your diet. I haven't had to use this feature yet because my life is boring and not much has changed, Um, And honestly, my formula has been so great, but it's nice to know that I can if something changes in my lifestyle or routine, or let's be honest, my hormones, because that also affects your hair. If you're not 100% positive, Prose is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. That is a deal. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off.
0: I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Of course I can't, but I know, like, I know that Mike Leach got off our bus at Tiger Stadium with a coffee cup in his hand. Like he was going to, to go to the grocery store. Yeah. He's going Um, to work. You know, I just, uh-huh. I love how they, Kylan Hill is such a gifted running back and I love how they found really fun, unique ways to work him into the offense. Uh-huh. So, but like, I, I just like, I'm still, well, yeah. my goodness. It no. was a good one.
1: It was a good one. And I was so happy for y'all. I was so happy for Mike Leach because I just think that he is a great Coach, I just I think he's he's one of the he's one of the greats of the game, and I feel like he doesn't always get acknowledged for what he is. And just Mm -hmm. what he did in in one off season that he didn't even get to have a real off season. I just Mm -hmm. was really impressive, and so and I loved the bookends because you know the last team to beat LSU before y'all did was were the Aggies in the seven overtime. That's right. That was the last time LSU lost a game. So I was like, I kind of like that too. That seemed poetic to me.
0: Now, but you know, I love the Tigers. I really do. So I was sad for Coach O and I saw a little snippet on the SEC wrap up on SEC network and um, of him, you know, just saying, this is on me. I got to coach better. And if, you know, if I could, I would have given him a hug because. Yes, I know. Because he's a great coach and they have such incredible athletes and it's, you know, it's just, I think you just got to find a new identity, especially because yeah. Joe, Joe Burrow was such a big piece of that puzzle. And so that's it.
1: they had a lot of, I mean, that was the team that everybody knew. I mean, they, they lost a lot of players. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, they, they really are starting over again. And I think that's hard, particularly at the quarterback position when you have a Joe Burrow, because I mean, you had one of the all-time greats and mm-hmm. it's, it's hard for somebody else to, to immediately
0: step into that spot. Well, you know, as, as nervous as I was, there was a point in the third quarter where LSU scored and then we immediately came back and scored uh-huh. um, like on the next play. And uh-huh. I started to feel like at that point, okay, here's what we're not going to do. There's, we're not going to quit. Yeah. And I like KJ Costello's, I like his demeanor. I like uh-huh. his attitude with his receivers. I like, the, I like his demeanor on the sideline. I yeah. noticed several times that Mike Leach went back. You don't really see head coaches get back to the bench. And and talk to players a lot. Usually the assistant, uh-huh. but I noticed a couple of times Mike Leach was back and had gone yeah. in. And, um, I saw there was a clip yesterday where that where he was talking to the team between the third and fourth quarter, and he was like, "So when we when we win this game in 15 minutes," and I was mm. like, "Oh, I like it." Yeah. So I like it now as people kind of get a handle on what he's doing and what our team is doing. I know that that'll change how people defend and all that kind of stuff, but man to come out of the gate and quarterback Mm -hmm. throws for over 600 yards, yards. Yeah. I mean, that's a good day. Yeah. That's a good day. So I'm going to tell you,
1: you had the opposite (laughs) Saturday than what I had.
0: Cause I texted you at one point (laughs) when y'all's game was seven to five Yeah, like it was a baseball game. And said, how are we doing? Mm -hmm. And you sent me back a gif that said, um, burn it all down. Burn it all down. You were not happy. And I don't uh feel like this was the game that really maybe um, increased your enthusiasm for Kellen Mond. It really didn't.
1: Mm -hmm. it really didn't. And I'm going to say, here are several of my thoughts. Number one, I texted a friend and I said, I feel like Kellen has been our quarterback for the last 42 football seasons. Mm -hmm. Like how many years of eligibility and he could technically come back next year because of COVID. Okay. And I'm like, please, Lord, I can't have that happen. I'm sure he's fine. I'm a lovely person, a Mm -hmm. lovely person. I don't, but I just, I I don't get it. And I'm going to say, here's, here's my biggest issue with that. Number one is I don't see the leadership on the field. And I feel like in that quarterback position, no matter how talented you may be, I feel like you also are such you're, you're by virtue of that position. You are a team leader. Mm -hmm. And I don't see a lot of that. I don't see a lot of fire. I don't see a lot of heart. I don't see a lot of like something I don't I don't know. I don't see a lot of stuff and I've never seen it. And I keep wanting to give them a bit of the doubt because nobody wants to love an AM quarterback like I do. Like right. I I I want to support you, but I just and I have defended him and I finally I actually texted my friend Trevor during the game and I said, okay. I said I I I apologize you were right because I've spent a lot of time defending him, but I just don't know that he is the quarterback. And I think we have these two young, really good quarterbacks behind him. And I'm like, what could it hurt? Like, what could it hurt? to give them a shot and see. And, and, and it's where I can't figure out if Jimbo Fisher is just so stubborn that he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Kellen knows where Jimbo has hit a body. I don't understand oh. what is going on. I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. And all that to say. I just don't know. And I think, and here's what bothers me the most. And I'm just going to say it because, you know, I'm about a sports culture and I'm about a mentality is that in the press conference after the game, Kellen's comment was, I played a clean game. And I'm like, really? Did you though? Because I don't know that turning the ball over three times, fumble, fumbling the ball, I just don't know that he sees the field. I don't know what's going on. And maybe there's more to it. Than, I don't know. I'm just saying that's right. what I'm seeing. And I'm just saying that if you can't score more than, you know, than that on Vanderbilt, which no offense to Vanderbilt, but, but nobody by any means is looking at Vanderbilt as being a powerhouse this year. Um, All I'm saying is if I don't see anything better than that in the words of Gully's stepdad big I think that by the second quarter next weekend we're going to see how good Alabama's third string really is goodness because we got straight into that
0: I think y'all's defense looked good though I think that I I thought I thought your defense played with some fire I really did I I agree
1: especially in the third
0: and fourth quarter
1: yep and I think we've got some really good like we have some players I'm really excited about I love Ananias Smith I think he is fiery he made he made a bad call on trying to run that ball out of the end zone, which resulted in a safety, but I get it. He's excited. He's confident at least. I mean, listen, take the chance. I don't even care. Like, Mm -hmm. like I like him. I think Isaiah Spiller is a, is a, future Aggie star. And I think he's doing great things. I love our defense. I think we, you see so many guys with like great leadership and, Mm -hmm. and great. But I think what's interesting is after the game is over, what I observe is is everybody's kind of like doing their thing and lining up and our players always get in formation and they saw varsity's horns off and do the whole thing. And so you see all these younger players that I really like and you see them coming in and they're all, and Kellen was nowhere to be found. Hmm. So it's like, where are you? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, I just, I think that you've, you've got to, I don't know. I just, there again, I'm sure he's a lovely person. I just don't know that he's the right fit for this team. And I get that with Jimbo, you're working with a Sumlin recruit and he was already there, but it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it'll be interesting to see if at some point in the season, if things don't get better, if you don't say, let's try something else. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: also very. I don't like because I'm like we've proven that we can run the ball. So why were we not running the ball a little bit more when it showed that our quarterback was having some issues holding on to the ball? That's what I'm saying. So I had a lot of thoughts. You had a lot
0: of thoughts. You had a lot yeah. of thoughts. Yeah, but y'all won, which is good. We you did won. We? did we yeah we did. you did you started off yeah, like, we did it was not off with a win mm-hmm.
1: it was a win it was what what did my friend Meredith she texted me and her younger brother used to play he played for A&M back when we were there and hold on I'm going to find her text because she said that he said that he could oh that coach Slocum used to say 50 percent of the teams in the nation came out with a W today and we're just glad to be one of them that
0: was always okay. Slocum's. okay <laughs> like, well, it's true it is true. I mean, true it beats staff. losing, but mm-hmm. but I do understand what you mean. You want to see you wanna see some some leadership and some fire. There was a, yes. a play in our game when I can't remember the when exactly it was, but um KJ Costello threw the ball to mm-hmm. Kylan Hill and um, I mean just like a short little pass, but Kylan Hill ran this route where he ended up on the sideline and at the end of that that run as he was running down the sideline, he lowered his shoulder. This is something like, I think when you see this, you go, Oh, uh-huh.
1: you a
0: little fire. he lowered that shoulder and like to block the guy who was coming at him. And I was like, okay, I saw that. Like yeah. that, did that a couple of times, you know, where he just lo- would lower his shoulder and block uh-huh. for somebody. And, um, you like to see that kind of, not that Kylan's our quarterback, but you just like to see that no. kind of physical, like you did after it kind of play. Yeah.
1: Well, and we had, we had a play, I think it was in the fourth quarter when Leon O'Neal, who I think is such a scrappy player and has worked so hard. And he, um, he, and he's been such a leader to me and he intercepted the ball and he was running it back and a Vanderbilt player took him out kind of late hit on the sideline. And you saw, oh, saw immediately, that. like everybody started to kind of, but I yes. was like, see, his, his team was ready to fight for him. Yeah, like, they were they were ready to fight for him. And I was like, that tells me who he is in the locker room that they were Mm -hmm. all so quick to, to fight for him. And I just don't, I don't see that same energy surrounding Kellen. And I, you know, listen, I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I'm just saying what I saw on television.
0: Well, maybe at some point uh, you'll get to go in the locker room and just observe. Maybe probably so. This is maybe give a pep talk. Maybe, Uh maybe use some of the strategies and, and, sayings that you've used with caroline over the years maybe so maybe so i think probably
1: if jimbo listens to this he'll probably be really anxious to have me in there (laughs) he'll really Uh, feel good about that hey everybody it's me here to talk about my favorite obsession best fiends because sometimes in the year 2020 i find i just need a break i need to do something that gets my mind off of all the stresses of life that's when I like to play a few levels in Best Fiends, the five-star rated mobile puzzle game. I love playing Best Fiends while Perry is watching TV because I usually have no interest in what he's watching and it's a great way to pretend I'm listening while I'm not really listening. I'm currently on level 504 and not one bit sad about it. There is nothing as satisfying as moving to the next level and feeling like I've accomplished something while relaxing at the same time. It's basically the 2020 version of Needlepoint for me. Best Fiends is a great way to pass time when you're bored, waiting on hold for the cable company, sitting in a doctor's office, or whenever you just need a quick brain break. It's free to download and has literally millions of five-star reviews on the Apple App Store and Google Play. And when Best Fiends says the fun never ends, they are not kidding because there are over 5,000 levels and counting, which means I probably need to go keep playing right now. There's always another update, whether it's more levels or fun changes to the game. Just don't blame me if you end up kind of obsessed, because I blame Sophie for getting me addicted in the first place. But secretly, I'm glad that she did. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. You can download it today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Now I'm going to tell you who I was glad I wasn't this weekend.
0: I was really glad I wasn't an Oklahoma sooner. Oh my gosh. What a low, what a low. I'm Can to tell you? So I know we both texted with Reetha, our friend Reetha. Her husband is a huge OU fan and they actually have a dog named Boomer. And when we were texting Saturday night, I, I asked her how her husband was. And she said, he's calling Boomer dog. Yeah, he <laughs> had to change the dog's name this dog like no boomer <laughs> and i so relate to that
1: i'm like i get that where you're so despondent because you're like really and then did you see ben rector was killing me on twitter oh. because he was like oh you sorry your season's over but you had a good run and I was
0: did you see the picture he posted of his twins where he's like the boys are and one was in an arkansas onesie and one was in an oe onesie boys are learning the heartache of football
1: yeah
0: yeah I appreciated that and
1: then I will say that I was also going and I felt like we had a we we had a humbling weekend that brought us back to what we know to be true, which is we were counting on Texas Tech. We really thought the Red Raiders were going to pull off that victory over the Longhorns. Like mm. they were up with three minutes left. All they had to do was field the onside's kick. And then it just all went to pot in the Longhorns, because I thought if we if if the Longhorns could have lost that game and then you had oh, OU lose, I was like, then essentially you just wiped the big twelve out of the playoff in weekend number one, which Would have been glorious, but it didn't. It was not to be. It was more than the Red Raiders could be. And now I see that not only that, but we have media wants to now say that Texas is the number three team in the nation. And I'm like, really? Because they barely beat Tech and they scored like 65 points. And so that tells me there's some defensive problems for sure. But so you're, was, you're not
0: in the same place with Texas that I am with Ole Miss right now. You're not I'm really not. No, because
1: I don't, because here's the thing, because the Aggies aren't in a good place. And it, it, somebody did right. say, and I think it was last season on Twitter where somebody said, can't wait for another season. So the seven and five Aggies can argue whether or not they're better than the seven and five Longhorns. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of where both of us are right now. We're just, we're just steeped in mediocrity. And so I can't, I can't really be that happy for them right now.
0: So y'all have a really easy game coming up this weekend, because yeah. <laughs> y'all play in yeah. Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I don't know what could possibly go wrong. Well, you know, they, the Aggies always stay not far from our house because they mm-hmm. say, they typically stay in Birmingham. I don't have any reason to think they will this year. I imagine there are probably plenty of hotel rooms in Tuscaloosa since you're, I don't know how that all yeah. works, but, yeah. um, but you never know. You never
1: know you never know it's my friend casey she messaged me this morning and said do do we think it's possible that this was all a ruse to really throw (laughs) Shabin off I said, let's, let's go with that. I think that's a good, we're just going to really catch Saban off guard. Cause he's going to think we weren't anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like to live in that place, which just tells you that optimism reigns supreme. Cause somewhere in my mind, I've convinced myself of that. Like maybe we just were waiting to really show what we can do on offense. Right. We get just to Alabama next weekend. Keeping it, was it strategy. Basic, Not wanting to show your cards too yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a strategy. Well, and we did laugh because we said, and listen, I like Jimbo Fisher, but we laughed because at halftime when they were like, Coach Fisher, what do you think about the first half? And he's like, well, it's terrible. It was, it was terrible, whatever. (laughs) And Perry said, have you ever noticed how much weight Aggie coaches gain? Like it's, the stress eating is just another level. And that to
0: me tells you. I can't think of what would be more stressful than being a college football coach. Honestly, no. I don't know what, especially in with everything that's happened this year, you know, in yeah. terms of are we playing? Are we not playing? Are we playing? Are we not playing? Yeah. I just think it would be, it would be. Yeah. Demanding to say you got
1: Yeah. You've got to keep all these players like quarantined and whatever mm-hmm. I was happy to see. So Gully and well, Gully's son was at the game cause he's a student and then her husband and her younger son went to the game And then, um, but she said that they, so they let the band, the band marched in, like they marched into the stadium like they do, but then they couldn't play at halftime, obviously, because I think that's part of the deal, but they had recorded, apparently they had played at halftime, or they had played on Wednesday and they had recorded it, and then they played it on the big screen during Mm -hmm. halftime. I saw that, yeah. And she said that her husband said, who Dave South was one of our announcers for a long time for all the sporting events. And he said, it looked like Dave South had recorded that on his phone oh, and they put it on the let it.
0: The poor tried. I know I, I hate it for the, for the band. bands I really do I don't I don't like the stadiums not being as loud uh-uh. and listen you want to talk about something that could have been a game changer for the Mississippi State LSU game is if that oh, stadium had been full for
1: sure you know sure. I just
0: yeah. I don't it's but I'm happy to to take what we can get right now yeah. and so yeah. that's that's all fine. No.
1: Did you think, listening to it, from watching from home, do you think that, were they piping in sound? Do you think there was sound that they were piping in on the broadcast? Because I felt like they were pretty loud, more so than I would have thought. But I thought, I wonder if some of this is piped in sound.
0: Oh, I for sure thought they, they were just piping in sound for the broadcast. I don't think they yeah. could hear it in the stadium, but I think that we got the benefit of that out. Yeah, so I
1: agree. that For sure. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. So um, so anyway, how did you cope during the game? Did you, did you so you, you cook chicken- Anything Fried else? chicken.
0: Um, I I folded a lot of clothes. I did laundry. Um, I don't know. I just like I said I can't couldn't vacuum because of Hazel, mm-hmm. which that's always a tricky Yeah. Deal. But Hazel had forgotten how loudly we scream. It's mm-hmm. so had some adjustment there as well. Probably could have given her a nerve pill before two yeah. thirty, but it was okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, maybe you her- can give me one before two thirty this week. <laughs> maybe maybe before so. Her- maybe so. <laughs>
1: Hey, y'all, it's me taking a quick break to let you know about an incredible opportunity to be a part of an event with two of the Big Boo very favorite people, Beth Moore and Travis Cottrell, our very own Fry Daddy. On Saturday, October 10th from 830 a.m. to 315 p.m. Central Time, you can watch the Living Proof simulcast with Beth Moore and Worship with Travis Cottrell. And if you can't watch on that date or time, don't worry, because there's unlimited access until December 10th, 2020, so you can watch whenever you want, at your convenience, in your pajamas, if you want to. The theme for the simulcast is Becoming Praying Women, Faithful, Effectual, Fierce, Meeting This Unprecedented Time with Unprecedented Prayer. And I don't know about you, but it's never been more evident that we need to be women of prayer in these unprecedented times, because y'all, I'm not sure we're going back to anything precedented. And prayer, especially right now, is honestly the best way to remember that God has it all in His hands. You can watch by yourself or with a small group, and even if your small group can't meet in person, you can all watch together digitally and set up a Zoom call to chat during breaks and after the event, compare notes, talk about what's going on and what you've learned personally i plan to watch in my pajamas with a cup of coffee and maybe a cinnamon roll while i alternate between watching sec football um, it's twenty dollars per person but the promo code big boo five will get you five dollars off your ticket making it just fifteen dollars again the promo code is big boo five will get you five dollars off your ticket making it just fifteen dollars you can sign up at www.lifeway.com backslash Simulcast. Again, that's www.lifeway.com backslash Simulcast.
0: Alex ended up, he left and went to a friend's house for, to watch the fourth quarter, and then they were watching a movie after. And took his cowbell. I didn't know he took his cowbell, but then Mm -hmm. um, my friend Steph texted and said, I can hear Alex's cowbell in the den. Um, So he apparently not just took it, but he rang it. Um, That was, I love that. mm, He was in it. So I, you know, but mainly it was just laundry, um, chicken. I cooked a lot of chicken, um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and just, you know, tried to grit it out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, Kadoos, Kadoos to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I think they were the, I think they were the big winner of the weekend. I think they really were. I think that was the, the biggest, I mean, K-State maybe beaten OU, but I think Mississippi
0: State, I think that was just such a great, what a great start to the Leach era. I felt like that was really good. So happy for him. I also, um, on Saturday, early on, I let my, you know, one day when we were recording the podcast, I ordered one of the Pickwick. And company candles, the one that you like, the leather, tobacco, yes. woods, and I lit that uh, Saturday morning, and so I think that's going to be my official scent of the okay. twenty twenty college football season because it, it it listen it carried us through with the bulldogs, Yep. um, yep. It, and it smells so good. It just it, isn't it, it good, it, yeah. It really is. It's it, it's but different than anything else yeah. I can remember having in terms of a candle, but I really liked it. So yeah. Anyway, so I, I just tried to be optimistic and, um, I will say I missed us running a little bit though. Like I, yeah. I'm so happy about how it all went, but it was, it was just, it was a little bit, I don't know. It was an adjustment to watch us play and constantly throw the ball. It was yeah, it was different, but I'll take yeah. it, you know? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a good, and I think you kind of, and I think, you
1: know, you got to have the throwing game to open up the running game. It all goes hand in hand. So it's a, uh, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how the SEC defenses have to learn to adapt to having a Mike Leach style offense. You know, oh, I think it's going to be a new, it's going to be a new thing. Everybody's going to have to, because I think that's part of why Sumlin came out and was so successful with Johnny is I think everybody, it was different than what the SEC had seen and mm-hmm. nobody knew how to, nobody knew was expecting it or knew how to adjust to it. And then I think it became this thing of like, you know, then by year two, they had kind of figured it out a little bit. Right. Right. So, um, anything else going on with
0: y'all that you can think of? No, we just, what
1: did we do? We went to dinner with some friends Friday night, Saturday. I was home by myself most of the day and just watched football and did laundry. And I was so happy. I was just, Uh you know, I was just so happy. I made some snickerdoodle bars, um, because my people really like snickerdoodle cookies, but you know the cookies are time consuming because uh. you have to roll each one in the cinnamon and sugar. Um, and so I made these snickerdoodle bars, which are kind of like brownies, but snickerdoodle. And then you sprinkle the cinnamon sugar over the top and they were good, but Perry thinks they're too thick. Like they, and they really aren't that okay. thick, but it's uh-huh. like they're, it's too much cookie and not enough cinnamon sugar. And so okay. I noticed today that he's gone through and he's like cut the bottoms. Like he's Cut them in half and just eaten like the top half.
0: Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Of all the bars, He's, he made his preference known on that. He did so. So maybe
1: if I can find a way to make them a little thinner next time.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, I did that, and then Sunday we went to church, and then Caroline had soccer yesterday, and so um, and she um, she's still kind of coming back. She's still coming back from her ankle, and we're figuring that out. And, um, and so she came back and then after the game, she was kind of, I noticed, and I noticed, I was like, she's not moving like she normally does. Like I can't figure out like, and so I was like, when it was over, I was like, is it your ankle? And she's like, no, I think I broke my big toe. Are I'm you kidding like, me? No. And I'm like, how did you, how oh, did Lord. you, when did that, when did that happen? And she goes, I don't really even know. And so I think on assessment, we don't think it's broken. I think she jammed it somehow. Oh, but I'm goodness. like, I know. So she's going to get these shots in her ankle mid-October that are supposed to help. And so I was like, maybe we can, and it's on that same foot. So I was like, maybe we could just ask that doctor if he could just start at the knee and just move all the way down. Like,
0: can we just can you just check it all out
1: yes because we went to the we went to see the doctor I guess it was last week and he was like well we could do this or this or this and I was like look we just have to get her to May I said she's not wanting to play in college I said we're just we're just trying to make sure she can play till May that's all she wants and he was like okay well then here's what we'll do so we'll see Bless her heart. I know, I know. It's But you know, it's like Perry said, the thing I love about Caroline is she is such a scrappy player and she isn't afraid to go head to head with anybody. And Perry's like, I don't know when she's going to learn that all 110 pounds of her can't take on the 170 pound girl. Right, right. That there may be some some physical consequences (laughs) to that. It's just physics. Perry's like, Mm -hmm. it's just physics. Like it's... So she's like the, she's like a little terrier. She doesn't, she doesn't know her (laughs) size. She's not, she's not going to let it limit her, which I appreciate. But sometimes from a standpoint of our medical deductible, I wish she would be
0: more (laughs) fair. Right. Yeah. Um. That Mm -hmm. might be helpful. Mm -hmm. Well, it's your week to have favorites. Do you have favorites this week? I do have favorites this week. Um, Oh, oh. Oh, by the way, what? you know I've been using my Revitalash now for a few weeks. Oh, oh, and I think it's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Give it like six weeks. I'm telling you, it you're going to see a big
0: difference. You're going to be real pleased. I think it's working. So mm-hmm. yeah. I thought about that this morning. I mean, I, again, I, we were starting with next to nothing. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying like, I don't look like I have lash extensions. I just occasionally have a few lashes that show up and this is progress. So
1: yeah, no, I'm saying it'll just keep on because you'll, you're going to be surprised. It's a good okay. one. So, okay. Um, cause I, you know, it's funny because I had, you know, I had switched to the new lash and then I decided it, it wasn't working as well. So I went back to my Revita brow, which I do use on my brows and lashes. Right. That's and what was, I'm using. Okay. And then I had thought, I was like, maybe I wonder if it just gets to a point where like none of that stuff works for you anymore. If you use it a certain amount of time, you build up a thing. But I mean, since, I mean, I think that's been probably a month ago and like my lashes are so much better with the Revita lash. Okay. Okay. It made a big difference. So,
0: okay. I'm going I'm going to go put some on after we finish recording this.
1: Okay. So, okay, so here are my favorites this week. Okay. Um number 1 is a clothing item. I know that that comes as no surprise. I found it via Laura Godfrey who is a fashion Instagrammer that mm-hmm. I follow. Um cute little mom, I think in Atlanta. Um but she posted about this. It's a good fellow in company, which is Target brand quilted pullover now here's the key it's in the men's section it's a men's sweatshirt so it's a quarter snap it's like one of those quarter like snap fleece sweatshirts like a Patagonia kind of thing yes but it's kind of quilted um I immediately went to Target it's $29.99 it's under $30 it comes in I'm going to tell you it comes in black it comes in cream it comes in blue And it comes in like a light taupe and maybe it came in a gray, but I see the gray is out of stock online, but they may have it in your store. It's so soft. It's like the perfect weight. I got a medium in the men's. And so like, it's long enough, like that you can wear it with leggings, like throw it on and wear it with leggings. I actually like it better than my Patagonia that I have.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and it is just the perfect for like soccer mornings for running around for like when I'm going to work out, I could wear it with jeans. Cause it's not like too oversized. It's just the perfect kind of length. And I noticed when I looked online that online, it also comes in big and tall sizes. So if you're super tall and you wanted it maybe longer, right. you could even do that. But I mean, I'm like five, six and the medium is plenty long enough that I can wear it with leggings. Um, And I do notice that regular sizes, it does go up to a 2XL. So you could get it kind of as roomy as you wanted it to be. Okay. Um, But I really like it. Like, I'm like, oh, I will wear that all the time um, this fall and winter. Okay. I'm trying to find it online, but I can't find it. Um, Look on my, look, I just put the link is on our, our Google
0: doc. How convenient.
1: Yeah. And so you can find it. I just want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. It's cute. And it's, I will say it's even cuter in person. Cause you see more of the quilting kind of in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I got it in the light taupe, which is really kind of more of a cream color.
0: Just cause I, I like thought that I could wear the light taupe. Um, yeah. I sorry. I didn't copy the link. Right. Okay. Um, but the blue sounds intriguing.
1: Yeah. The Navy blue. It's just a really oh, good kind that's of, cute. yeah. hmm like an all-purpose. So anyway, that was a good, yeah, because I was like, that's the kind of stuff I'll wear all the time. So that is my number one favorite this week. Okay, Um, My number two, which I just got shipped, just delivered the ingredients to make, and I've been waiting for the weather to cool off even a little bit to make it, I'm making uh, Family Savvy's
0: Spicy Hamburger Soup. I love it. It's one week. of, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's so delicious.
1: so good. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I make it with the spicy V8. It's got a little bit of spice to it. Mm-hmm. It's like an elevated vegetable beef soup. Like my people love it. I make it with cornbread. It's so good.
0: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. It is. I like the spicy V8 in it too. And, I, but it's not super hot. It just has a little bit of a kick to it. Yeah. So yeah. it's delicious.
1: Yeah. It's Healthy a lot and, I, and good. It is. And I've decided I like, okay, so last week I made a pot roast and it was that one that, where you put like the ranch dressing mix and the Italian dressing mix and whatever. Mm. And all I had was spicy ranch and I ended up using the spicy ranch. And I'm going to tell you, I was like, oh, it turns out I like all my stuff with a little bit of a kick because that mm. made my roast so much better to me because it had just a little bit of a kick to it, which I thought made it really good.
0: Delicious. I think Alex is getting home from football. That's why Hazel's well, barking. It's
1: very exciting. Mm-hmm. She, may, I thought maybe it was the spicy hamburger soup. Well, um,
0: she would be excited about that too.
1: So my third thing was I got in the car today and I was on my way to Brent's to go work out. And I was like, I put on Spotify and I was like, I need something. Like I was like, I don't know what I want to listen to. I don't know what playlist I want to listen to. So all of a sudden I saw it had popped up in my made for Melanie Schenkel category. You know, it'll make you like a weekly mixtape or whatever. um, It had made me a playlist that it called a time capsule. Okay. And it said, we made you a playlist with songs to take you back in time. So I thought I'm going to turn this on and just see what it is. I had no idea because I was like, is this one of those where like, it's songs that I've listened to a lot in the past. Like, how does it work? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you the first song that came on was um Poison by Belle Bib DeVoe. Okay. The second song that came on was Candy Girl by New Edition. I haven't um, heard
0: Candy Girl in forever. No,
1: in forever. The third song was Dreams by Van Halen. Then Gypsy by Stevie Nicks. And then You Look So Good in Love by George Strait. And I...
0: It Spotify you has, well. It, it has made me well. feel seen. <laughs> it has <laughs> made me
1: feel loved. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. made me wonder, like... Has it read my old diaries? Like, how does it? Like, I'm sitting here looking through it. It's got no sleep. So here's a. So it's got "Feels Good" by Tony Tony Tony, and no sleep. No sleep till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Uh huh. And then Poncho and Lefty by Merle and Willie. Oh my goodness!
0: You're the inspiration by Chicago. Well, you know I, (laughs) I'm an Apple Music person. And I, every single week, you know, it makes me four different playlists. It makes mm-hmm. me a favorites, which is stuff that's actually in my library. It makes me a new music music playlist. It makes me a chill playlist. And it makes me a get up playlist, which is upbeat. Mm-hmm. I listen to each one of those every week. I make, I make time because it knows me better than I know myself. My yes. Apple Music does. It just knows. Yes. It knows what I like. It, it, it understands me. It's, it's yes. a thing of beauty.
1: Because I'm like, nobody would say, hey, let's make a playlist and let's put old school new edition and LL Cool J and then also um, Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson in The Counting Crows. You know, like, but I'm like, that's my genre. That's mm-hmm. what I like. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it, Billy, I've got Billy Joel on there. It's got uh, Earl Thomas Conley on there. Oh, I my mean, word. <laughs> I'm saying Spotify did a deep dive into my psyche is what I'm telling you. Yes, and, they uh, did. I really loved it. And so that's been my favorite today. I plan to continue to listen to it while I make dinner tonight. Um, The fourth thing is, and I know I've mentioned this a million times, but people ask about it all the time, is my Opal ice machine, which is my Sonic Mm. ice machine. Um, It's especially, it's on my mind right now because it needed to be cleaned. Like you probably have to clean it like once every six weeks. And sometimes I'll go longer, which is a mistake because San Antonio, we have really hard water. Mm-hmm. And so I knew last night I could always like, you can kind of, it's always running in the background and you can kind of hear it, but it starts doing this. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it's time to run some vinegar through old Opal. Um, so she's in the midst of a vinegar rinse right now, but God, I love that ice machine so much people have asked me if it's worth it if it has lasted if it's still good if I Mm -hmm. still like it and yes to all of those things it is totally worth it it's worth the money we've had ours almost three years now I love it somebody had even emailed me and asked about a good birthday gift for his wife and I said if you really love her you'll get her this opal ice machine if she's an ice person
0: so how often do you have to put water in it if
1: I don't get any ice out of it, but I do every day, then you don't like, that's a nice thing. It's like for what mm-hmm. it just kind of takes care of itself, but probably there's a blue light that comes on. So if I scoop but if I scoop like enough ice out of it to fill a cup, then I just have a measuring cup that I keep there and I'll just dump water back in. Okay. So it's just kind of a, you know, once a day I put, I mean, it's like your current coffee pot. You just kind of yeah. refill it. So, okay. Um, so anyway, so that's that. And then my last thing, this is slowly, if you've been following a pattern, I've been slowly adding things to my kitchen that I've needed. I had noticed that all of our bowls were chipped okay. from, our, um, from our everyday, just we have a pottery barn Emma dishes that I think I got like the week after Caroline was born um, to replace my poppies on blue that I had registered for <laughs> when I got married.
0: Um, Which if you've never Googled <sighs> poppies on blue, do that. And yes. or I'll even put a link up because it does not look like you to me at all. No, like not no. not even the tiniest little bit. It does not no. look like you. It was the me that I thought the married me was going to be. Sure. I sure
1: I don't. It it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And you know, Gully got married like two months after me, and our friend Height, who is such a style guy, mm-hmm. helped her register. And like when I saw what she had gotten, I was like oh, that's what I should have gotten. Like like, all white and basic and fiesta wear. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is why you don't go with your mother-in-law to register. You know what I mean? Like I love my mother-in-law, but I I registered like I was her instead of like I was right.
0: I think Marion also had poppies on blue. I feel like she got poppies on blue. It was a big, mm -hmm. it was, it was all the rage in the nineties. It really was. was.
1: It was, but because the thing was, is when you went to Dillard's to register, it was one of like six patterns. And I think it was the one that felt the most. You're like, well, this looks good, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it wasn't, I'll tell you. (laughs) Um, So I ordered these. I had been looking at anthropology always has super cute bowls, but I thought I'm going to go on Amazon and see. So I ordered these and we'll put a link to them, but they're like, the brand is like Anovera. You know how Amazon has these weird brands, Anovera cereal bowls. And it's a set of six and they're just super cute and bright. And they're different colors. (laughs) Like the inside is different colors than the outsides. And they just have all these cute little patterns and they look very anthropology-esque. And they are the perfect size for, they're kind of wide, but shallow, but they're the perfect size for cereal. They're a great size for ice cream, um, I made a uh, blackberry cobbler the other day and we had people over. It was a great size to put cobbler and ice cream in. And Those are just, really
0: cute. And they do yeah. look very anthropology-like.
1: Yeah, they're just super cute. So if you need some bowls,
0: um, I highly recommend. They're just, <laughs> Last I, I really week, like them. I was excited about soup. You yeah. soup and put it in this bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: So, mm-hmm. and this week, I also, I mocked you for your soup, but you see that soup is on my list this mm-hmm.
0: week. So... Mm-hmm. You're also uh, excited about soup. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk or not talk. We both, we both like soup. We both like soup. We could talk or not talk for hours. Yeah. Um, well, all righty. Well, yeah. what a week.
1: What a week. What a week. And here's the thing, we get to do it all over again. We do. State plays
0: Arkansas. A&M plays <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> yep. And we're going to be, be fine next week to talk about those things. Yep. We will. All the things. All right, right. y'all. Well, thanks so much for listening. Yep. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.